Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president here at IAW and super excited for this conversation today because we're going to talk about as we head into a new year and a new you, right? We do a lot of end of year analysis and goal setting for the future year. And one of my personal beliefs is kind of this idea of never stop learning. And the idea that there are, I mean, (laughs) if you're following AI and technology and and all the things automation, there is so much for us to continue learning. And that's how we stay on top of our careers. That's how we get new jobs. That's how we become, remain competitive in the marketplace. So today joining me, I've got Kalenda Allen-James. Kalenda's a technology leader. She's a speaker. She's a podcaster. And she works at bringing affordable technology to mission-driven organizations. She believes in a growth mindset and that all people are able to learn technologies that can improve their life and community. And I know a lot of people say, oh, tech, not my space. I don't want to learn those tech skills. Um, but Kalinda helps us to kind of navigate that that learning development and that that personal journey around how do we define our goals with learning? How do we find the right courses, the right certifications? So Kalenda, welcome. I'm so excited to, I always love chatting with you because you've got, you. I love the the things that you've accomplished, but also kind of the process and, and your journey and how you support others in their, in their learning. Um, I'd love if you could kind of give us a little overview of your background, your journey in technology and, mm-hmm. and why you, why you developed resources and platform to bring women together around education. Yes. So I've been a nonprofit technologist for 20 years. Um, When I started back in the 90s, Y2K was real. You know, I did Y2K testing. Um, Wi-Fi wasn't a thing. What do you mean there's just, you know, waves in the air? What do you mean we could talk on the phone whenever we need to? And there's not like a 9 p.m. free minute section. (laughs) Um, So that's the era of technology I'm coming from. And as we all see in our daily lives, technology is introduced and takes over faster and faster as the decades progress. And a lot of technology has been gatekept by the way we advertise these jobs the environments that we teach these classes in and the price points we say are necessary to break into technology. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, if you had to go into Radio Shack and buy all your equipment to study at home, it would have been cost prohibitive to so many people. Mm -hmm. But like knowing that our local libraries are there to support us as society changes. So yes, I went to my local library and checked out a book on computers on the CompTIA A+. And I used my, you know, library renewal system to renew that book seven times 
until I had fully appreciated all of that uh, learning that I needed from that textbook. And before everybody had an Instagram, one of the ways I branded myself as a technologist in the beginning was writing Amazon reviews for these certification books I was getting from the library. So the next person would know, did it have enough information if they had to purchase it for $75, $150 to get them to where they needed to be? And so this is before I had the opportunity to afford a personal website. This was before I had the opportunity to go to Staples and get some business cards. And so it has always been my conclusion that we can start where we are and pick the path to our dreams and get there. It might not seem at the same speed or on the same route as our counterparts, but we can all end up at our goals. I love that. So there's, there's so many things and I know a lot, we've talked before, so I know a lot of your journey, but I think there's some important pieces here to pull out that can help anybody because I do think there's a, the overwhelm of technology, right? Do I have, do I have the right technology and technology can be very scary. It can be very overwhelming. doesn't have to be, but then also the overwhelm with, I'm already so busy. Where do I find time to, to learn a new skill or to, to, to develop something, right? And so first I want to talk about the idea. I, I love that you mentioned that I'm a personal library fan. I love, I love our public libraries. Um, mm -hmm. And the idea that you can pursue professional development and, and certifications without a ton of resources. And when I say resources, it's, it's usually looking at the, the monetary resource, right? Of sometimes yeah. these certifications require purchases of books and the books can be very expensive. So can you talk through a little bit about some of the things you've pursued with a lack of resources and, and what was the, what was the, the drive to kind of keep going and doing that, um, throughout, throughout the process? So there is like research that can support your anecdotal evidence. So you think, Hey, everybody who's at Google has like all this free time and all this money and all these Silicon Valley people are driving around in Ferraris. And so you see that on the Instagram, but you can double check that by using, you know, the occupational handbook, checking out salary.com and like looking at the salaries that are being advertised for these positions that you're hearing about. And so, you know, back in the day, being CompTIA certified automatically added $1,800 to the same job title and technology. Mm -hmm. You know, like a PMP certification can even turn a high school diploma into a six-figure salary because that certification process is so rigorous. You have to have seven years of documented work experience in project management before they even allow you to take the exam. You can't just like go with money. You have to go with money and experience to participate in that certification. So there are things where you can see how a $1,000 investment and 18 months of time will turn your salary into a 40, 50% increase. Mm -hmm. 
And so you can do that research again with the Google search, you know, at the library, you know, and many of our local libraries do have a job training day and job training resources, a whole section dedicated to resumes, dedicated to interview prep, dedicated to like learning computer skills, Mm -hmm. you know, so our libraries have more than just DVDs. And so if you talk to your local librarian, you can always get the schedule to see what's happening. Yeah, I love that. So the looking at the um the return on investment, right? So yeah. if if you get that certification, there's so many websites out there right now where you can you can see salary information and those certifications can have a very big impact on your future earning potential and I love that assessing that because that can help you make your decision of if I have limited resources, where can I invest now that's going to help me in my future. Um, one of the tips that you submitted through, through the, the show notes, through our setup forms that you have everything you need to start the journey. And I I love this because I think so many of us, we don't get started because we feel like we're missing something. Can you, can you expand on this, this tip that you have, you, you really do have everything you need to start the journey? Yes. The average person will have access to their local library. You know, and one of the things my local library offers, they offer free LinkedIn learning with my library card. Mm-hmm. And one of the resources LinkedIn offers is um, certification blue check marks based on skills you know. Mm-hmm. So LinkedIn offers these free little tests. They're like 30 minute tests. And they'll ask you the common questions and rate you um, against all the other candidates on the LinkedIn profile. You get the opportunity to take this test twice a year if you like didn't make it the first time. And that little blue check mark immediately shows up in recruiter searches and like positions you into a person who just doesn't say they know Excel, but a person who's been tested on that knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so that is like a free opportunity. Um, You use the LinkedIn learning for studying, but if you already know this material because you use it daily for work, you could just hop on and take the LinkedIn test immediately. You know, last quarter, you know, I just put on my calendar to try one LinkedIn test a month. I woke up at eight in the morning before my family got moving around and just took the 30 minute test. And like that blue check mark for Excel could be your entry port if you can't necessarily afford the $125 Microsoft test today. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. 
visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I want to talk about, so you, you mentioned something around the, you at, you carve out time, right? You say once a month, I set a goal, a very specific goal. Once a month, I'm going to do one of these. I get up, I I start at 8am. So I'm, I get it done early in the day before, before everything gets crazy. Um, How do you weave professional and personal development into your annual goals? And how do you break that down quarterly, monthly? Um, how do you make sure that you you stay on top of it? Because I think a lot of times it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'm going to wake up and study, but then do we actually follow through with it, right? Self-accountability can be a challenge. So how do you personally kind of hold yourself accountable to to do the things you say you're going to do and, but also align with your your goals so that you're, you're focused on the things that are truly going to have an impact. Okay. So at the beginning of the year, you know, I reflect in December, what worked the previous year and what I don't want to do anymore. And in that like two, three weeks of reflection in December, I set up my calendar for the following year. I don't necessarily get into the details. I'll get into the high level time blocking. So I'll think of like professional development. Hey, these are two certifications I want to pursue. Like here's like two topics of management I want to read about. You know, here is something I want to make sure I keep current. And I put those five goals in a calendar invite. And I give myself two hours a week on my calendar you know, so that's 104 hours for the year to work on these five topics. You know, and when I have those hours pre-blocked out, what happens is I have to take two hours out from the comic book convention, go to my hotel room and take an online certification. And some people ask, like, why did you stop your vacation and go take an exam? Because if I didn't pass my exam at the time frame I did, I wouldn't have been eligible for the expert interview, you know, that I had with Meta that had a 30,000 person reach to discuss my certification process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're in your research and when you're in your planning, there are people who just see you one way and they're not caught up with the journey you're trying to pursue yet. So they're not going to understand the time, the framework, the weird things you're doing. But when you get to your goal, they're definitely going to want to come to your celebration party. Yes, (laughs) of course. I, the, the idea that you block out the time on your calendar, I love that, right? Because we, I'm a big fan of using my calendar to keep myself on track all the time, but, but having it there means you're more likely to look at it, right? You're more likely to say, okay, there's a thing I, I have to go do, but the, also the knowing you might be doing something personally that you really enjoy, but you have the long-term goal in mind. So, you know, well, it's important for me to still take this two hours and, and walk away from, 
from the fun I'm having for a short period of time so that, that I'm still, I'm still working towards that end goal. Now, what about the people who say, Oh, Kalenda, that's not, you don't need to do that right now. Kalenda, you stay with us, stay with us and have fun. That's not important. How do you, how obviously they're going to show up for your celebration, right? But they may not be with you the entire way. How do you put that behind you? How do you kind of block that out so that you do stay focused and, and hold yourself accountable to the things you say you're going to do? Well, one of the great quotes I got from a fellow from IAW was, I don't take advice from people who don't have my value system. Mm. So not everyone's a lifelong learner. So they're not going to give you the encouragement to lifelong learn because they don't value it. They don't understand it. They don't participate in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if your study buddy says, hey, we've already put in 30 hours this month, we're staying at happy hour. Take that advice. Right. But if you're, hey, I see you when I see you, you know, February birthday friend is like, come out, we're going to pass mm-hmm. because they don't have the value system, which means they're not going to understand what it takes to get to certain goals. Right. Right. So important. And it, it can be hard to block those people out, but it also, when you, when you set a goal, everyone wants, everyone wants to achieve these things. Right. And so you just, you have to set yourself up in a way that reminds you that, okay, well, I'm focused on this goal and and this person doesn't understand where I'm at right now. So I'm going to, I'm still going to love them. Right. But I'm, I'm maybe not going to, going to have them be part of everything I do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the things you do is, is use mindset quotes in a lot of, and kind of the, the, the motivational piece, right. And the, the idea that there's, I'm a big fan of affirmations and, and surrounding myself. I have quotes all over my wall over here, but how do you, how do you add the, the mindset quotes and the, the kind of surrounding, surrounding yourself with positivity to help motivate you in your journey? And so once I learned that there was different kinds of people and that the advice comes from the lens of their life, And when I started the beginning of my learning journey, I was surrounded by people who didn't value learning. Mm. So the affirmations is like me self-soothing and self-supporting until I got into the new circles and communities like International Association of Women, where I'm surrounded with women with goals. We don't all have the same goal, but we all have goals and know that there's steps that we have to take to get there. Mm-hmm. And so the mindset was helping me stay motivated, stay focused and stay in hopeful until I can enter communities like IAW to find a community of people who spoke aloud what my affirmations were telling me. Oh, I love I lo- that that idea of finding your people, right? And the community that's going to support you and going to to take those things you're reading, all that, all that positivity you surround yourself with, with quotes and affirmations, but they're even, even like you said, they might not have the same goal, but they, they have big goals and you're all almost like supporting each other on that journey. Right. It doesn't, we don't, I can be working on something big and you can be working on something big and 
just because there's not overlap in what we're doing doesn't mean I can't, can't sit here and say, Kalinda, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for you. Kalinda, are you doing the thing you said you were going to do? Kalinda, how's it going? Kalinda, how can I support you? Right. Because we both dream big. We both have big aspirations and, and it's finding, finding those people I think is so important on your journey. I know you mentioned the IAW community. You've been a member for a very long time. We love having you as a member because you, you bring that positivity, right? You help hold people accountable and, and, and help people remember lifelong learning is a thing <laughs> and it's important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love that. Um, any other communities that have been really impactful for you in your journey? So other communities that have been very impactful is actually my cosplay community. You know, like when I first started my career, I kept getting mixed up in the girl with the girl two cubes down, you know, and my cosplay community reminded me I could bring my whole self to work. Mm. You know, so last night I was at a CEO and technology happy hour and I was able to start conversations because I was wearing a DC Comics Suicide Squad pendant. Mm -hmm. And people are like, what does your pen say? And then I can talk about what's important to me. Yep. And then they can see my passion. Yep. They can have an icebreaker. So now we can talk about the bigger goals and the partnerships we could have. Finding that one nugget that connects you to somebody or that that sparks conversation. That's not, I talked about this recently with, with a, with a group of people, but it's that it's not the idea of introducing yourself like, hi, I'm Glenda. This is what I do, but it's that, oh, what's that pin? And I'm, in, I'm interested to learn more about you as a person and any find common interests or find common themes. And that drive that sparks more conversation and connection, which I think is really important um, as we build relationships and learn more about people. So we're going to have to start to wrap up soon, but I want to make sure our listeners know where to find you online and on all the social media, you can find Kalenda at Kalenda. It's K-E-L-E-N-D-A, the tech. There's also a link tree that Kalenda has that we will have linked in our show notes. So you can go find her on her website and on all the social media channels. Um, I encourage you to, to go follow Kalenda. She shares some really great perspectives and insights from her own journey that just help to motivate and and help to remind you about the importance of of goal setting and the importance of professional development so important um kalenda as we wrap up here i'd love if you have any final words of advice or or uh insights that you want to leave with our listeners so i would just like to as a cautionary tale on our professional development journey, sometimes we get a certification and think that's the top of the mountain. We have to remember, especially in technology, items change so rapidly these days that we have to recertify. It is better to keep up with your dates and recertify on your time schedule. You can do it with smaller information bases to be tested on and for testing discounts. And when you are interviewing and going to the next steps, your expired certification will not be recognized like a current certification. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a applicant come in 
and they had certifications, but when I pulled them, they were expired. So the salary changed by $10,000. So we have to remember that our learning and our accomplishments are not always one and done. They are a lifestyle we achieve to, and we continue to keep them current. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent advice. So much, I think so much of that holds so true to so many people in this idea that don't, don't get the certification and then ignore it, right? It's important to keep the momentum going and such a great way to, to wrap this up. So Glenda, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. To our listeners, thank you, thank you. If this resonated with you, if you learned something helpful, let us know in the comments, in the in the review section. We always appreciate and love your feedback on our podcast. Um, with that, I hope you all have a fantastic day. We will be back again next week with another episode of Unlimited Horizons. And in the meantime, we're always here to support. Find the IAW community. Let us know how we can help you with your own goals. Kalenda, thank you so much for being here. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.